Storm Bowling Products. The Bowlers Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Julia Bond. Julia has two PWBA titles, including one major, the 2021 USBC Queens. Julia is on Team USA and bowled collegiately at the University of Nebraska. Julia, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. All right. Well, yeah, it has been quite a while since we had a chance to catch up with you. So let's begin. Your PWBA season continuing. You ladies have one more event this year, but let's get to the events you've already competed. You got two PWBA titles this year, winning your first major, the USBC Queens in Reno. What do you think going back and and now looking at that week, what really came together for you in Reno? I think one of the most important things for myself was, again, having really good ball progression. I feel like through qualifying and then especially through match play, I feel like the ball reps and I had a very good idea about um, the shapes that we were looking for. And once I saw the shapes I was looking for, it was, it was very, it was very uh, easy to make those moves and uh, to go through my arsenal. That's definitely one of the biggest things, you know, the, when we're looking at competitive bowling nowadays, there's, you know, it used to be back in the day that you, you, know, you would find out that you know, what, what's working this week. You know, and you'd think like, wow, this is the right kind of a ball for this week. And now it's really, you know, we, we just got done bowling the uh, the USBC Masters there. Uh, it was also this spring in Reno. And you really had to be on your game as far as for maybe how you would play in games one and two and games three and four. And and then if, if uh, you know, you're bowling on for the next match and there wasn't a, another strip in Reoil. What is it, uh, when you look at arsenal-wise and you look at, you know, trying to decipher when do you use asymmetricals versus symmetricals or maybe even throw urethane in there. Is, is that an option for you? How do you, how do you kind of look at this? I know it's kind of a broad question, but, but how do you kind of classify and know when to use some of these different pieces and why? Right. So kind of how I go about it is, again, I'm more of a visual person. And so for me, it's all about just, you know, shape. How is the ball going through the pin? And this is where the ball reps really come in handy because it's something that I've tried uh, to get better at is really, really, really watching how the ball is going through the pins. Is it going, is it deflecting? Is it going straight back? You know, does it want to keep going? And so there's, those are things that I'm trying to rely on to kind of let me know is the ball doing what I want. And as far as, you know, symmetrical versus asymmetrical, um, I'll be honest with you, I tend to lean more towards asymmetrical equipment. That's just mm-hmm. the shape that I like to see. And so, but I try really hard to have a balanced arsenal. I really do, and that's something that's important to me. Even though there are layouts and shapes that that are kind of my go-tos, I still try very hard, you know, to have that balanced, um, you know, arsenal. And that's something that the bar ups have been very helpful with, too. You know, using cleans, for example, going through qualifying, you know, did pretty good. You know, I wouldn't say that I absolutely killed qualifying, but, you know, I didn't do terrible by any means. And when the bar reps and I came together, we looked at, all right, do you like your shapes? Do you feel like there's a gap? Like, you know, is how are you feeling? And we kind of talked about it. And 
And we came to the conclusion that, you know, we like what we see so far, but we feel like, you know, I use my proton physics predominantly and I am my RSTX one. And we felt like we needed kind of something in between. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a massive gap by any means, but we were like, we mm. think we need something that's a little cleaner than the proton. And that's when mm. we decided to drill up the reality. And that's the one that mm. I ended up throwing on, on the TV show. And so that's been, so I'm very, I'm very grateful for that conversation and just looking at what, what we had and how we felt about it. And so in that situation, it worked out really, really well. We made a really good choice on that one. Well, and you know, it's funny you mentioned asymmetrical too, because, you know, one of the things that came up here with looking to have you on the podcast today was just a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was an announcement that you're going to be joining the uh, Nebraska bowling uh, coaching staff and uh, it included in that same article is a picture of you throwing a Sherlock, which is also, yeah. you know, one of the <laughs> other good high end asymp and a favorite of, uh, of many a competitive players all across the globe. So congratulations on that announcement, how exciting is that for you to join the coaching staff there? Oh, it's amazing. Like, it still feels a little bit like a dream. It's something that, you know, coaching, I've tried to dabble here and there. It's something that I found myself enjoying and, you know, and I enjoy being a part of. But I don't think I ever imagined that, you know, Paul Klempa from Nebraska would be calling me up and asking me to join his team. And it's just, it's been great to be able to, to come back home and to, again, be a part of, you know, a program with such, such an amazing culture and with a wonderful uh, group of young ladies who are just so, first of all, they're just a good time. Like they have such great attitudes and they're just a joy to be around, but they, they want to learn. They want to know why things are happening and, you know, more things about equipment. And it's just been, it's been really nice to, to share my experiences and, you know, and to learn from, you know, Coach Paul Klempa, because there's a lot of things that I don't know. Like, I am not claiming to know, you know, have a lot of answers. And some of these some of these things I'm learning, and the ladies and, and Coach have been so patient with me. And it's just been, so far, a wonderful learning experience for everyone involved. And I'm really excited to see to see where the season goes. And as uh, as you graduated from Nebraska in 2019, I'm guessing there's some players on the team that maybe were – were in their uh, freshman or sophomore years, and now they've they've stayed with the team and are now an upperclassman. Are you running into any of that scenario? And, and that has to also be somewhat welcome for you to to be familiar with their games in some ways, to be able to help them now as as their coach, as someone who maybe you competed alongside them, and then now you're able to help them as a as an assistant coach. Right, there are a few ladies on the team that I actually bowled with. And, and there's some that I, I stuck around Nebraska for five years to, to finish up my degree. And so there were some, um, some players who um, I knew were on the team and got to know very briefly, but I wasn't like, I wasn't on the team, so I didn't get to compete with them, but I still got to know them as people. And so that's definitely helped my transition a lot into this new role is having people who I've already established a relationship with. Like you said, I know their games pretty well. And, but even from when the last time was, I was here to now is that they've improved so much and it's a part of, a part of it warms my heart because, you know, those are my teammates that I cared about. And it's so exciting to see them kind of come into their own. Like there's uh, there's one player, Cassidy Ray, when I was a senior, she was a freshman and, you know, got along great, wonderful personality, wonderful family, great player. 
And now to see her as a senior and to be a leader on this team is a little bit of like, wow, like you grew up, you know, like you went through the program and you've learned so much and now, now you're a leader and it's just, it's so awesome to see. And that's something that, you know, I'll continue to see is, you know, the freshmen now, you know, growing into the roles and it's very cool. And I'm very, I'm, I'm very lucky to have some of those players who I've already, you know, gotten the know. It's like I said, it's definitely made the transition a lot easier for me. So you said that you continued living there after you, you know, you, you finished up your degree and such. So what is it about Lincoln? I mean, I understand the college is there, but we seem to hear this where people, even you go down south to Wichita, it's the same thing. A lot of people who graduate, they stay in that town. What is it about the town with the university and then even just the town in of itself that kind of draws graduates to stay there as opposed to being able to go anywhere in the, in the world? I think Lincoln offers a lot of positive experiences for people. And I think regardless of where you come from, there's a part, there's a part of home that you can find in Lincoln. And the people here are some of the nicest people that you're ever going to meet. They really are. And I'm not, I'm not trying to exaggerate, but it's just, everyone cares about each other and people want to be helpful and they want to be friendly and they want to get to know you. And, you know, being from the Chicagoland area, that's not always the case. You know, people are kind of like only into their own, you know, thing and don't really get too far out of that. But here people care about you and you really, really feel it. And it's just, and again, when you add the, the sports culture to the state, and that's almost like when you think of true camaraderie, I feel like their Husker fans really embody that, whether with any type of sport. They're they're here to, to to support and to get behind a group of people and just, you know, cheer for them. And, you know, and on the athletic side, we've been very fortunate to be part of an athletic department that truly sees us as equal to other sports, whereas bowling is taken seriously. And and unfortunately, a lot of places, that's not the case. And so to be somewhere where people just want to cheer for you, regardless of what you do, is a great feeling. And I'm going to steal some stories from one of the young ladies on the team. Uh, earlier, she's talking about she was just grocery shopping. And she had a, a Nebraska bowling shirt on. And someone in the store stopped her and said, you won a national championship. Like, I saw you. Like, you were on TV. And you did so, like, you did so good. And it that, like... That just doesn't happen, you know, in other places, I don't think. And, and again, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to go out of his way to say that. But he, again, the people here just care. And it's something really, really special. And I think once you come here and interact with the people and you're, you know, part of a program like this, it's just, it's just different here. I, I feel like that sounds, that it's, it's not a great answer, but it really just is different here. You have to kind of experience experience it for yourself to, to understand and get the, the whole grasp on it. Well, I know it definitely caught the ear. I think it was while you were a student there, wasn't it? That uh, was it real sports from HBO did a segment on, on Nebraska bowling. I mean, this is, yep. there's, a, there, I think exactly. there's a lot of people that know and respect the program uh, that's been built there. What was that like mm-hmm. uh, being a part of that, being a part of that program? Th- that was fun. That was really fun. And the hostess, same thing. She was, she was so respectful and, the questions that she asked us were, were genuine and she was genuine. So to, to go through that with her 
was awesome. Like it was, it was nice to, to feel listened to and heard and, you know, and valued and to see it come together in a TV program was great. It was, it was, I'm very happy that it got to be a part of that. It was a very cool experience. Yeah. It looked, it looked like it was a lot of, a lot of fun and, and pretty cool. And, and to see the sporting aspect of it and say, Hey, this isn't just a, this isn't just a recreation. This is a real deal. Uh, right here, which we all know as bowlers, most of us listening to this podcast are, are pretty hardcore bowlers. But uh, for some of you that that uh, maybe you're new to the podcast, um, there's without a doubt it's one of the it's a it's a cool clip. It's worth being, it's worth going on to YouTube and watching uh, that little piece that they put together on there. Now, you, I always thought, Julie, that you had one of the more interesting educational backgrounds in bowling because, I, as far as I know, you're the only one that I know that has a degree in forensic science. Do you know anyone else that does? That's a bowler. Not off the top of my head. No, I think I think it's just me. I think it's just me. It, and and were you battling or trying to make a decision like, well, do I pursue that as soon as you got your uh, degree in forensic science, or or were you still kind of back and forth between, do I want to try and balance life as a professional bowler and maybe have this science degree, something I can fall back on to do, uh, or how how did you kind of how do you kind of you know, reconcile that in your mind? You know, I, I definitely went back and forth with it. You know, I had a really good time, you know, going through my degree and I really enjoyed it. And, you know, and I have my professors to thank for that. You know, they definitely made the experience, you know, great and they made learning fun and something that, you know, that made, that made me step back and be like, wow, I think I could actually like do this for a while and actually enjoy it. But on um, the other, the other part of me, you know, just really wanted to bowl. Like, well, not a little part, a big part of me. <laughs> really, really wanted to bowl. And I went mm-hmm. back and forth and I did, and I did a little bit of research, you know, because I knew I was going to move back home, you know, to Illinois when I was done, you know, and making that decision and kind of doing a little bit of research. What does it, what does it take? You know, what's the process in Illinois like? And, you know, it came down to it. And I think I, what I remember, I think I could have, I could have gone through the process of, you know, training to be a forensic scientist and also bowl on tour. But, you know, this is where, you know, I go to my parents for advice. And, you know, even to this day, I still do, you know, they're, you know, they have a lot of good advice and experiences to share. But, you know, we kind of made a plan together as a family, Um, kind of made a timeline, like um, how, how long are we going to pursue, you know, the bowling career? before we kind of have to maybe reevaluate and make another choice. And my parents have been so supportive this whole time. And so we kind of picked a number. We picked, uh, we picked three years. You kind of laid it out, you know, what, let's see what I do in three years. And, you know, when those three years are up, let's take another look and see if we need to adjust our plans or what do we need to do to make this work or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm still in the three year window that we, that we set for ourselves. If you, you know, if you don't count, you know, the COVID year, because nothing happened that year. And I would say that our plan is going pretty good. I would say it's even, you know, ahead of our scheduled, you know, trajectory, if I'm being honest. So that's kind of the way mm-hmm. that I, that I went about it, you know, with my family. And, you know, I think it's, I mean, I'm still on, and, you know, and I'm still with the three-year plan, you know, this year's not over, you know, see what next year, you know, what comes my way and how, and how I do, but, to be honest with you, if I could, you know, bowl for the majority of my adult life, I would most definitely like to go that route. 
So, Julia, assistant coach has it's one of those terms, I think, that when people hear it could mean a multitude of things. What does it mean as far as what your responsibilities are and how you're helping the program out for you at Nebraska? How what does that role what does that role look like for you and what does it mean as a, an assistant coach for you at Nebraska? So what the job entails is that I am pretty much in charge of the facility. I take care of the lanes. You know, I keep you know with the upkeep with the oil machine. You know, everyone's equipment and those are things that. I am, you know, still in training for, and that's where Paul Quanta has been an amazing mentor, you know, teaching me about laying out bowling balls, all the different pro shop stuff, and then even all the administrative stuff that I have to do. And at its core, I am here to help Paul with whatever he needs. And same thing with the ladies. It's like my, my whole goal is to make sure that everyone has, you know, what they need, when they need it. And, you know, I'm there. Like, I'm there right behind you. And, I mean, and that kind of translates to what it means to me is I I am just in the ultimate support role, whether it be behind Paul or the ladies, is that I want to do everything in my power to make sure that he has everything that he needs and the ladies have everything that they need. And, yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm just very happy to to be a part of the program again. And, you know, and in and, and such a different role, like, as a player, you know, I was helpful in a different way. You know, I was on the team, you know, part of the team competing for a national championship. Now I'm on the other side helping, you know, other players prepare and, you know, help them succeed in chasing their dreams at winning a national championship. And so it's kind of two sides of the same coin in a way. And so I'm just, like I said, I'm here to be the ultimate assistant. That is, <laughs> that's like my goal. I just want to be as helpful as I can. And we're going to definitely have to, because there's no doubt you're going to be winning a national championship again, you know, with you there uh, coaching. And then you're going to have to, we're going to have to hear a little bit more about what that's like, you know, being in the hunt, what's easier to handle the stress as a bowler or as a coach. I, I'll be curious to know, that, <laughs> to know that. Hey, final, uh, final question I've got for you, Julia. Um, you've got some big events coming up here uh, shortly, I think, right? Both for Team USA and for, for PWBA. Why don't you kind of tell us what this uh, this kind of short-term next month or so here is looking like for you? Yep. So it's actually approaching pretty fast as we speak. I leave next Monday uh, for Texas to do a short mini camp for Team USA. And then we'll leave from Texas to Cali, Columbia, uh, where we compete. And then we're, we'll be there for about a week. And then we go straight from Columbia to Reno. And so I'll be gone for a little bit. But, and again, that's another thing that's been wonderful about this university and being a part of, you know, the program is that they understand. You know, they, they are allowing me to go out and, you know, continue to chase these dreams. And because, I mean, it, in all honesty, it, you know, it's a, it's a reflection of the university and I'm, and I'm honored to represent the United States and I'm and I'm in the same, same thing as I'm, I'm also representing the university. And so it's, it's, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. And I'm just so excited to, you know, to, to, to travel and to, and to be able to, again, like I said, to chase my own dreams. So I'm very, very excited. This is my first, this is my first uh, team USA event as an adult. And so this one definitely, is very important to me and I'm very excited, a little nervous, but the group that I'm going with are people, you know, who I've known for a long time, who I, 
who I absolutely trust, and I'm very excited. I think it's going to be a good time. All right. Well, University of Nebraska assistant coach Julia Bond, want to thank you for being here today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast. All the best of luck with your bowling, your very busy bowling schedule, and we will, uh, like Steve said, we'll be catching up with you again down the road. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.